Welcome to Big Zoy and Cabra Sports Talk, the place to meet up with your buddies, have some drinks, and of course, talk some sports. It is Wednesday, June 14, 2023. I am your host, the Big Zoe, joined by Psy Guy and badass Dr. Stokesy, who's there waving, waving, waving at you guys because he can't tell if you can see him. So wave back, everybody. So let him know that he's around. I'm blind. There he is. There he is. He's got the beer goggles going today. So we're going to do what we always do. Sci Guy, why don't you start us off? What are you drinking? And give us a random thought for the day. And Sci Guy, did, there you are. What are you drinking? Give us a random thought. A stereotype drink. The Chinese okay, tea. Do the tea. Yeah, so let's do the tea. And uh, enjoy the cold um, evening, I think. We have been raining all day today here at the Alabama, down in Alabama. So I've been stuck in my room for a whole day, you know. Sounds hmm. thrilling. Sounds thrilling. Stokesy, what are you drinking there, bro? And uh, give us your red and fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just got back from happy hour, um, which will play into my random thoughts, but we'll get there in a minute. I am drinking uh, Wicked Hazy. Uh, so, or no, not Wicked Hazy. Wicked Easy, the light version of Wicked Hazy. Still pretty good. You just need it in quantity, and then it, it makes up for it. Random thought for tonight. Um, how many of you guys know what a line is, and we're not talking about cocaine? A line. Well, I, I know what a line of cocaine is. I don't know what line you're talking about. When you go to a bar, you want to do a line, not cocaine. I can't emphasize that enough. What would that just be like like a flight? Oh, uh, oh no, 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 no. Flights are for pansies. No, no, no. You gotta so you know how the uh, taps line up? It's a line, baby. You gotta do pints of them. Don't Did be you do hipster. that today. Can I plead the fifth on this show? I'm not sure. I don't know. Yes, but yes, yes, I did. I will let you plead. I'm, how many beers are on tap? And and how far did you get down the line? Uh, they only had six on tap, and I did nine. So there we go. There you go. You went one and a half times through. That's what I'm saying right there. Hey, so that, that, that Wicked Easy, is it like less hoppy, or is it just less alcohol content? What is it? Both. Both. You know, it's like a light version. You know, it's like Miller Lite, what have you. But um, yeah, if you have one by itself, it kind of sucks. It's like you get like this much hops for those uh, hop fans out there. And uh, but if you put it all in one giant beer holding cylinder, um, everything kind of wakes up and it's yeah. good stuff. That's a good big stuff. ass. That's a big ass mug, dude. That's awesome. That's the shit. Cheers, mates. Cheers, bro. I'm having water today. Um, I'm probably gonna have a couple drinks this weekend, so I don't 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 want to get plastered during the week. That's yeah, that's how that goes. And my random thought today is, you know, I've had a really so far pretty damn productive week at work. We've we've hired uh, three people. Um, you know, two of them were hired this week. You know, I I. I think I'm getting shit done. Feels pretty good, you know. Summer, summer's here, you know. So we're kind of taking care of more administrative stuff than 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 student success stuff. Although we are getting student success stuff to getting ready for for the fall semester. Our recent hire for our student success specialist, yeah, man, he's just been on top of it. He jumped on right right away, and 
already you know creating workshops and stuff for the student and i'm like oh my god this is this is great he's, he's doing really well you know we're, we're really happy for him you know we missed the guy we had but we're happy to have him so you know i mean all in all good hires i'm i'm pretty thrilled about that so and i'll be gone that's awesome yeah thanks thanks man and next next week on thursday um we're headed to kansas city for a for a conference and then after that, yeah, I said, look on your face, Doxy. And after that, we're going to follow it up with a uh, with just a couple days in Branson, Missouri. You know, my my wife and kids and I, the oldest son will stay home. He doesn't doesn't really partake of that anymore. So because he's too good for us. Just just kidding. You know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah well, so everybody is too good for Kansas City. I'm just going to throw it out there. Well, um, I'm about to keep find out. your establishments open past nine and then we'll talk. Let's go, Kansas City. One, one of those places, huh? Uh, roll them up at seven, baby. The kids are going to sleep. Wow. Mm-hmm. See, I, I didn't picture Kansas City as that type of city. Now, oh, yeah. They have good barbecue, right? I've heard they have pretty good barbecue. Mm. You're talking to a Memphis guy, so I'm not going to answer that. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll try their barbecue regardless because – you know, yeah, I'm out, I mean, when in Rome, right? You try that Kansas City barbecue. Um, and essentially, we're going to, you know, do the conference a few days. Uh, Tara will be taking the kids during the day to the zoo and uh, some other places, I guess, for, you know, family-friendly stuff. And then, um, yeah, it'll, I, I mean, we're going to we're gonna make the most of it. It's paid for in Kansas City, so I'm not really worried about it. So, so yeah. Awesome. Are you presenting? I, I am not. This is a NASPA conference for student affairs professionals that I, I didn't put my name in the ring to present anything. So, um, and I should be presenting at this point, particularly because yeah. we, we do a really good job, I think, with our, with our you know, student, uh, student veteran uh, workshops, student veteran success programs that we have on campus. We've got a, I've got a really solid team. Again, you're only as good as your team, right? And my team is solid, man. They're, they know their shit. They're really good at what they do, you know, and, and to brag a little bit, I hire people and I say, here's what I need done. And I step out of the way. I just let them fucking do it. You know, um, sometimes, you know, as as, you know, and I won't call them leaders, sometimes managers, say, I need this done. And then they will tell you every fucking step to do it. And you're like, so why did you hire them? You might as well just do it yourself. You know, I mean, I need stuff done. So I'm like, okay, we need X, Y, and Z. And then can I do this? I don't know. Can you? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, all right. The only thing I tell them is, look, if it's going to cost money, just come see me first. Cause you know, we, we have budgets, right. But anything that's like minimal costs and like, Hey, if it's 50 bucks, cause you know, we have to buy snacks for, for the students, you know, for this and that do it you know that'll be paid if it's five hundred dollars come see me before we spend 500 bucks on something that you don't know if we have or not so but yeah i like to do that like you know hey i need this done and then i step out of the way and they just they just start working and i've seen man i've got i tell you my my crew is solid and they sit there and they get some damn good work done and i think that's one thing i would probably now that i think about it it's probably something i should present on NASPA is you know how do you get your staff to do stuff let them do stuff how's that sound Let's just let them work. The amount of academic presentations you see at these conferences that are just, um, how do you do X? How do you run a program that everyone else in this building is running right now? I mean, you you could rock that shit, man. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I, I think next year I'll, I'll throw our name in the hat for, 
to run something like that. I'm, so I'm going to throw it in two hats because there's a there's a, the national NASPA and then there's the uh, the military affiliated one. It's it's focused on you know uh, student affairs who are dealing with military affiliated students. I'll throw it in both. If if both of them if we take our proposal, I'll do it at both. If only one or the other does, then it's there. But I think I think we can get a good proposal in for that. Oh yeah. Yeah. You do the broad one for the national one. And for the military one, you ask a specific question and then you assign your people to go and find out what the answer is. And then you're set. And boom. And then you, another thing, everybody give credit where it's due. If your people did a lot of the legwork or whatever, let people know that don't, don't show up and pretend that it's your answer. You know, I, I, and, and I do this, I do this constantly. People say, Oh, good job with this. Oh yeah. That was Brandon. Oh yeah, that was Jesse's idea. You know, they 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 did a good job. I'm glad we were able to implement it. Well, why? Because you know, I want them to move forward, and getting their name out there and people knowing that the kind of work they do allows them to move forward. So, it's my my take on that. Sider's like shit. I'm the kind of person who likes to take all the credit. What's up, Sider? Hey, I have uh, some random thoughts about Stokesy the nerd, Uh-oh. and uh, he's the way he's the way sitting right there. Hold that beer. It looked like it made me think about one scene in the Ragnarok, Thor, Ragnarok. You are literally meeting with Doctor Strange right now. I, I don't see your, like, you know, cups going down. And literally just like in that scene, like you chunk one thing and refuel immediately. So that's what <laughs> I think about it. You are right now. Like, look, his beard, his beard's not even chunked down a little bit. How, how like... It's just a nerd reference I want to make it to you. <laughs> like I, by, by the end of this show... That thing would be way down if not finished. Yeah, so just keep keep trying, keep trying. It's like literally, you know, some of the must must be the Doctor Strange right now. All right, so at <laughs> so, at some point, Sai Guy, you, Gabra, Billy Mac, me, and Stokesy, we need to meet up somewhere so you guys can see the the freaking amazingness it is to, to drink with Stokesy. You know, none, none of us will be able to keep up with them. None of us. We no. we will all try. We will all try. We'll put our efforts in. Um, I you know I haven't kept up with you, so, but I've drank plenty with you. You know I um I we've I, had I, good times. Yeah, that's all it's about, man. That's what it's about right there. But this way, Sagai can see that your 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 beer mugs actually do go down in beer. Does it seem like it right now? Look, still not down that much, though. Yeah, it's it's gonna happen by the end of the show, Sagai. <laughs> I really like this guy. I have no reason to, but I love this guy. Sai <laughs> guy, at some point you have to actually have a drink on this show. So I will I will try to. I'll try to. There we yeah. go. There we go. As long right. as you're having fun, that's the only rule. Well, that's that's, that's the whole thing. We can't do this if we're not having fun, guys. And I enjoy the shit out of this. And I enjoy shit out of something else too, which we're about to talk about. The transfer window. For international football. Guess what, guys? It opened up, I believe, today. All right. It's always a good topic. You know, we've seen Messi, and Messi didn't transfer. He he's he's just gone, right? There's no transfer. He moved from Inter Miami to uh, uh to Inter Miami of MLS from PSG and, and Karim Benzema to Ali Tihad of the Saudi Professional League from Real Madrid. Huge names, both of them though, 35 years old, right? So you're still thinking, you know, personally, I would like to see younger players. Mm-hmm move to these other leagues, you know, instead of playing in the, the, the highest leagues and then moving when 
they're at the tail end of their of their prime. They're still in their prime, by the way, these two guys, but it's the, it's the back end of it. But either way, very exciting time, particularly for us here in the States. I mean, Benzema is the second big player in Saudi, you know, after Cristiano Ronaldo. For us here in the States, this is a huge, huge deal for Messi to have moved to, to enter Miami. I mean, ticket sales are ridiculously out the roof now. Um, you know, merchandise is sold out. It's just, it's pretty awesome. I am thrilled for this because it's going to bring international football to the forefront in the United States. It, it's here, but it's going to bring it to the forefront. And it, I don't know if it'll compete with the NFL yet, but it's going to be at the forefront. People are going to want to watch because of Messi. Now, there's rumors, uh, there are, not there is rumors. What kind of fucking language am I speaking there? There am rumors. There, there am rumors uh, swirling about other players who are transferring. So Stokes, let's go ahead and start with you. We're excited about transferring. Who do you think is going to transfer and, and where to? Oh, a lot of people, but I'm going to stick um, at first with Inner Miami and their interest in uh, Jordi Alba. Yes. All right. Yeah. Like, okay, if we're being honest here, the messy move was a PR stint for him. Okay. Straight up. Like, look, he's going to be the best player on that team. He's going to Michael Jordan, Charlotte Bobcats, that shit, mm. and be the owner that dunks on the players, straight up. But they're actually going after a defender, which is something they desperately need. Last week, went and saw um, the Revolution host Inter-Miami. Yeah, yeah, I saw awesome. it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, It was a lot of fun. But, oh, my God. Miami was just like, I don't know how to spell D. Oh, there's a goal. And it, it was just like that for the first fucking half. Oh, my goodness. So at least they're investing where they need to be investing or at least trying to go out and get other big name players along that line. The other person that I want to bring up is uh, Ryan uh, Gravenberg. All right. Mostly because... This guy is young as shit for Bayern Munich. He could be a phenomenal player, but they're not giving him playing time. He's about to bust out at center med. He's going to do fucking big things for him if they would let him. 21. 21. He's young. He's 21. He's like at that cusp of, okay, Get me like five consecutive starts, and all of a sudden he's gonna go off. He doesn't want to leave Bayern Munich, but they won't play him. I don't understand it. He he has been on Jurgen, uh, well Liverpool's uh, radar for a long time now. I would love to see him there, you know, alongside of Alexis McAllister. Hey, gotta sh- send a shout out to the. Uh, World Cup champ. Thanks for coming to us. But that was a great deal. That was great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a good one. It was a good one. But I really think yeah, I know you do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But if we could get Grav out at Anfield, holy shit. The tides have turned 180. No fucking way it doesn't. No fucking way it doesn't. I got some other notes. I'll jump in later, but I don't want to dominate the conversation. Um, 
But I'm just happy to see Inner Miami is actually going after substance as well as bringing attention to the United States soccer professional circuit. Absolutely, absolutely. Saga, what you got for us, bro? Well, I guess I want to start with someone that you guys care about a lot has been confirmed today, has been transferred. Oh, you can't see it? Ah, uh, can, okay. uh, no, it's, it's not coming up well. Hold on, hold on, just one second. Are you talking about uh, Bellingham? Jude Bellingham? Yes. To Real? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, well, I, I actually, let me try. So here. Belgium. There it is. There it is. There it is. So I think that is a probably Real Madrid right now, probably the winner of the trans window. You know, second to like the Real Madrid, I think it will be Liverpool. Liverpool actually got that the deal was super cheap. I cannot believe that how cheap that is. Like you got a world champ and then um you know pay that much price. And that's for a- 35 million euros, it is a steal. It is still, it's this still. I cannot believe it. Like you know, Brighton has sold him like that cheap. So I don't understand, but I think it's a great game for uh, Liverpool. But another thing is, uh, I want to leave Mbappe after you know next segment. But the thing is, like, I think it due to the lot of change in the PSG. I just read the news that the PSG might be going for like um, your number one player in your team, Mo Salas. Well, you know, I haven't read that, but if they do do that, um, and again, it, this this is a very small sample, but at the second half of this past season, Mo Salah uh, arguably did not play up to his own standards, up to the high standards you've set. And he's, what, 33? Something like that? Uh, 31, I believe. 31. So I check. We don't know, and and if they go after him, great. You know, they uh, all the power to him. He's still a damn good player. We just don't. I mean, is he going to return to form? Thirty. I mean, he missed. He missed what two two penalty kicks this season? Three. Um, you know, and he, whereas he had missed one over the last five years or some shit like that. Uh, and and he, he the thing was, and Stokes and I, you know, we we watched Liverpool. He tended to disappear a lot in games this season. A lot. I mean, they wouldn't call his name for 30 minutes at a time, 23. I mean, it was ridiculous, you know. They, they would yeah. call his name with, and Salah with the pass. That's it. That's it. You know, it, nothing exciting. And so there was something off. And I don't know if there's something going on with personal life or if he had some sort of injury or what have you. Um, but, you know, if he needs a change of scenery to revive his career, good on him, man. I, I, I He's already done a lot at Liverpool. He's been one of the best players in the world for many years now. Um, and sometimes, sometimes you need to change the scenery. So if he leaves, if you were to go, you know, I'm not going to wish him ill. You know, there's some people who, oh, you're going to hate the player because, oh, they're no longer a team anymore. Fuck that, man. He He's a good player by all accounts, a really good dude. Um, and if he just needs to, to reset, restart somewhere else, go for it, bro. You know, I'd, I'd like, I'd like to see him get back to his form. So. The next one is I'm going to um, Declan Rice, which actually West Ham United, yeah. West Ham United is a middle fielder, and it's been reported that Arsenal has uh, secured a deal, which actually 100 million pounds, I think 100 million dollars or pounds, I cannot remember 100 100 million pounds. Of, yeah, it was a pounds. Yeah, yeah, 100 million pounds for the deal. That was could be a great change of landscape for Arsenal. I mean, every Arsenal fan, always Garner's fan, knows like. 
this year in the second half, they just did not perform really, you know, you know, meet the expectation. They have a great first half, but the second half, they just fall down. They do a free fall. So if Desmond Rice can provide the, definitely a, the strength of the middle field to give that a control for Arsenal. So Arsenal just lost, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, Shikara? Shikara, I think is uh, his name. I can't remember. But after he's left, you know, definitely Desmond Rice definitely have a, a, a place in Arsenal. It can boost definitely a lot for Arsenal for next next year's Champions League and also, you know, take the title, aiming for the title for the Premier League, though. That's going right. to be a good transfer. And then, but it has not been decided. And Manchester United has been involved and uh, Bayern Munich has been involved and uh, there's a Chelsea has been involved. I, I don't see any anything I don't see him going to the Chelsea because think about it who wants to go to the place that you can't play for Championship League football this yeah. is not you cannot play for European football so it has been rolled out and also like I I don't think I I, I did not see a lot of England's players go and play overseas especially you already have made yourself famous in the Premier League why not leave and with all the stuff to consider. I think Arsenal will be good choices, and then we'll see what's happened to develop at Manchester United. They want to pull like strain on him. That would be, you know, something that's you know definitely need to be watched. And the third person I want to say is Chelsea's American superstar, Plastic, and uh, I think he just need to go. He just need left to Chelsea. Well, is it? And, yeah. uh, it's I you know for my opinion. I mean, I understand like this is a you know there's a. You know, Chelsea have American owner, but he does not get any chances to play at Chelsea. No, nope. he like nope. Chelsea. Chelsea right now is hot mess, and the the, the star trying to flee away. They don't know what to do in that places, and also, and they spent like you know almost uh, you know hundred million pounds to buy the Mudrik from you know the from Ukraine and yeah. then the club. I can't remember what it's called, but from Ukraine club, and uh, then they did not play them that much. And the plus, they cannot be seen any playing time. And then for now, I'm really interesting to see. He has one year left on his contract. Chelsea probably will let him go, like you know, really cheap. But you know, what is next station? Like the next, uh, um, you know, stop is going to really interesting to see, though. You know, on politics, um, on that point, uh, I, I, I would like to see him end up with a Man U, with the Liverpool, um, somewhere where, where they will have playing time for him and it, yeah, let him show what he can do. Uh, yeah, I don't see him having done enough because he hasn't had playing time, right, to end up at Man City, to end up at, at uh, Barca, to end up at freaking Real, because um, those guys are going to sign known commodities. Pulisic is still, is, is still uh, what do you call it, um, potential. He's shown what he can do, but but he hasn't. He hasn't. They haven't let him show it consistently enough for for those the, for the the largest teams in the world to go after him. Whereas a team like Liverpool, who could use who could use some help next year, a team like Man U, say you know what, we're a guy away. This guy this guy can put the ball in the net. Um, I could see them going after him now. Is Chelsea gonna gonna let him go? Um, I, I don't see why they shouldn't. Maybe just. To be stubborn, I don't know. Uh, it's just I. I think he's in a he's in a shitty spot right now, really shitty spot. Not getting playing time, and yet 
you know, there, I mean, there have been little things here and there. Oh, he'll, he's going to be leaving this summer. Okay, great. But to where? And is Chelsea going to let him leave? Remember, it's not about he wants to leave. Okay, great. He wants to leave. Are they going to do anything about it to help him get, to help him get out of Chelsea? That's that's the question. I think he has a year left on his contract there, and so he he can't just get up and go. He's got they've got to play ball with him, or he's going to be stuck again right in the bench and not getting any better. Which uh, as as Team USA fans, I don't want to see that. He needs he needs to play to get better. You know, that's just is what it is. You know, um, I did see that Inter Milan had some interest in him. It might have been total rumor mill bullshit, but that'd be great if he ended up there. I mean, they they almost, dude, they almost pulled it off against Man City the other day. Um, I watched that game, and there was quite a few moments there where Inter Milan had. I mean, they, if Man City and I don't, I remember their keeper's name, but if he doesn't play a hell of a game like he did, Inter Milan puts in two or three goals. I mean, he was he was just awesome, you know. And Man City seemed to be stymied when they were coming down, you know, on offense. They couldn't get much going. Um, so it'd be cool if he ended up there. You know, again, is the internet, you know, rumor mill? I don't know. I don't know. Let's, let's hope he ends up there, you know. Um, the people I want to talk about real quick, though, there's there's two that I want to bring up. One, you know, we talked about Jude Bellingham. You know, he has a younger brother named Job Bellingham, and he's going to play for Sunderland, the championship side. Now, he's 17 years old. That's pretty damn cool, man. Nice. You know, and, and you, I mean – yeah, he's not in the Premier League, but you're in the second tier and you're 17. And, you know, if, if you're half as good as your brother, you're going to end up being in the Premier League at some point, you know, or La Liga or Serie A or what have you. And the other one, this isn't a transfer, but this is a rumor going around. Um, so there's a vacant managerial post at RDVC, um, uh, Sparta, Rotterdam, and then Liga MX, Club América. The rumor going around is that Greg Berhalter is in the running for those. I would love to see him coach down in, in at Club America. I just think, you know, at this point, I don't know if he's waiting for U.S. men's national team to make up their mind. He needs to stop waiting if he is, because fuck him. At some point, they they either got to shit or get off the pot, and they're literally just sitting there holding it in. They're gonna get hemorrhoids sitting there and not shitting. So. um yeah, they, you know what I mean? They'll need some fucking, you know, fiber to really push that shit out later on. But I, I, if I'm him, I mean, you know, it was, it was him and, and there was a couple other people in the running and then those people dropped and he stayed and now there's, oh, you know, we want to hire Vieta to, 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 so they just, they just keep adding people to the list of candidates for the U.S. men's national team. At some point you're like, I, you know, I haven't left. You're clearly, you clearly want to replace me. I'm out. Just leave fucking leave and he'll get paid handsomely at at at, at club america um i mean he'll get paid handsomely at either one spot the rotterdam as well so i i i'm interested to see where that goes you know i i would like to see where he ends up and i would like for him to prove u.s men's national team uh, uh wrong you know not not the team itself but the organization wrong for not bringing him back um yeah i think he's just waited too long at this point and they they they've dropped the ball in this so so yeah, Soxy, you wanted to keep talking. Team USA dropped the ball on something. Get Soccer. the fuck out of here! What? Come on! What? Come on! No what? way! What Best team fuck? in the world! Oh, come on! Jesus! Yeah, they fucked up here. They fucked up so bad with Bearholder. It ain't even funny. Just to keep 
a center attacking midi who is slightly better than his replacement and Brendan Aronson. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. Uh, I am excited for the transfer though. I, I'm not the transfer. Um, The, uh, the gold cup coming up. Oh yeah. Well, don't, don't we have a, is it a friendly tomorrow? No, it's nation's cup. Against- yeah. I thought it was nation's. Yeah. 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 Not Big gold cup. Tomorrow. I apologize. Big game tomorrow. So that'll be them in Mexico. Um, I don't remember where they're playing. It really doesn't fucking matter because if it's here in the States, Mexico gets a ton of fans regardless. So it really doesn't doesn't matter. But yeah, I'm excited for that. I hope, I hope Team USA can put on a good showing. Um, uh, yeah, you know, and, and Mexico, they've actually played decent lately. Although a couple weekends ago I was watching and was it Guatemala that Mexico had to score late in the game to salvage a draw. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You know, I was, what the hell happened there? But other than that, you know, I mean, they're, they're playing, they're playing all right. Um, I don't know that they've made much improvement from when Tata Martino was there, but you know, I I mean, if team USA beats them tomorrow and team USA again is a team without a permanent manager on the sidelines, I, I find Mexico, I'd probably start hitting that panic button. Because I'm like, they don't have stability and they beat us. How the fuck did that happen? How the fuck did that happen? You know, the the the, the reverse is not true. If Mexico wins, the USA can say, well, we don't have stability. That's why we lost. You know, so, so yeah. What other thoughts you got in this, Stokes? Anything else for transfer window? Any other players you want to, you're looking at? Uh, it's all Mbappe related, but Psy guy had a lot to say about that. So I would like him to start with it. Well, yeah. Why don't, why don't we get into that already? You know, we'll we're, we're go ahead and, and mesh this with the next topic. So we, we can go back and forth the next topic. So what you're going to talk about right now is the Manchester United sale. Um, and again, what's funny is I didn't look this morning, but as of yesterday, there was rumors that it was sold. And I, I don't know if it actually happened. I'm not sure where they're at with that yet. Um, but Saiga, you want to talk about this? You, you've been huge on this for a long time. You want the Glazers to go? Just get out is what you're saying. Like like Jordan Peele's movie, Get Out. That's what you want with them. So, what are your thoughts on this sale or pending sale? Um, and how much of an effect will this have on their signings during the transfer window? What do you got for us? Well, let me give you a little bit of history about this uh, whole takeover, especially United. So back to six months ago in November. Um, I think uh, it, you know, Glazer just announced it, quote, that they are, were exploring strategic alternative for the club, include a for sale. So meaning they're actually, you know, they want more money. I understand they want more money. And uh, ever since then, there are multiple bidders for the uh, the club. And uh, right now, until now, the um, there are two front runners. One is a Qatari a banker, Afani. And also the other one is the Sir like Sergeant Radcliffe. So this is are the final two. They have been like submitted for fifth bid for this club. And the Forbes is actually valued United as the let me use the dollars, 4.4.6 billion dollars in 2022. And I think it the Glazers asking price is a 7.5 billion dollars. And I'll switch it back to pound because I mean I have I'm not able to do the you know you know the exchange rate or anything. So it's been reported that Afani has offered like recently the fifth bidder has a significant improve of the offer is a 5.5 5 
billion pounds, and uh, which actually equally, I think, is the Glazer asking for six billion pounds. So there is like a you know half a billion pounds like a difference between us surprise. However, Afani promised to clear out the debt for the Manchester United, which actually United have one billion pounds of debt. That is just a ridiculous like amount of money for a club to do it. And uh, Sir Jim Radcliffe is on the other way is really in the um you know uncertainty. Like nobody know what uh, Sir Jim Radcliffe wants to do. So now first this is time and when he make the bet, he said, hey, I want to own 100%. And later it's like, I want to do like 75 and do a 69 and then 60. And then it turns out the recent report, it says like, uh, you know, they just, like he just want to own like, I believe it's, uh, you know, 51% to become like in the majority of the, the club and then still keep all the six Glazers. Yeah, I saw that, I, that, that he wants to keep the Glazers as minority shareholders. And and that, then that, that doesn't do anything for the fans. Yeah, that does not do anything to the fans. Plus, this is what it was what's interesting for the United. It's like they're still going to be in the debt. So basically, you're basically, you know, they like Jane Radcliffe's money. But did not solve any problem for the like United. So number one, United need to clear out the debt, and then number two, United badly need to upgrade the the stadium, like you know Old Trafford, and also Carlington Carlington's like training ground. I mean, I understand I bring something back as a lot of people you know hate Ronaldo, whatever you say. But if you guys listen to clearly when he do that the interview with the um with the with the, the British, like, you know, uh, I think it's BBC. I don't remember what it's called. But if you listen to clearly, one of the sentences he said, like, the club has betrayed me. I was really curious about what he can say. He said, ever since I left Man United in 2009, nothing has been, has been like, you know, changed. There's no upgraded on the training ground. There's no upgraded for the facility. There's literally nothing to change. So that's one of the reasons, you know, we all don't like it, Ronaldo, because he's actually like, you know, kind of a don't want to be a team player. But think about it, he's making the valid point is that uh, nothing has been changed. Blazer has running Manchester United for the 18 years. They have put United into the debt situation. They actually also taking the dividends from the every year. So that's actually making United in the deep shit. And now they're putting on the for sale. They still consider to stay. And that's the one of the reasons I think I don't like Jim Ratcliffe. You know, the, for my reasons, like, why do you keep the six Glazers? And if you were just to have a, all this money, you wouldn't clear debt. You wouldn't commit to, like, you know, to upgrade the, like, old traffic. And you wouldn't do anything else. How do you keep, like, competitive with the Man City? To be honest with you guys, and a lot of people don't like it. Like, hey, we buy owned by the big money and the big oil money or, or super rich wake up because right now if you want to compete in the european champions league or you are want to win the premier league and you want to do anything about it you need to have a super rich the super rich doesn't buy you champions but they're going to help you as long as you will wisely spend money on the transfer window on the training ground everything you're spending money right they will bring the results to you so that's the reason i think it is need to be someone who's a super rich taking over the United. So that's just a, you know, that's just a, that's just a, what I, you know, my point is. But today I read some positive news for the Afani potentially take over United is that 
let me get this really clear. So, um, the Premier League have made the moves to ban deals that saw the Glazer completely take over at Manchester United. According to the Variety's report, a club in the top flight voted anonymously on full leverage takeover being prohibited. Change has also been made to the owners and the direct, uh, director test. Now what that means? A fully leveraged takeover refers when a buyer borrow a significant amount of funds need to be acquired company, which then put on the company's balance sheet as debt. This is what Glazer did when they bought Manchester yep. United in 2005. They borrowed against the club assets, meaning that after purchase, the club itself was settled with considerable amount of debt. So this is actually positive news because if you think about it, Sir Jim Radcliffe still wanted to do like, you know, borrowing the debt, doesn't want to clear debt and doesn't want to just want to buy the shares from Glazers. And the, I mean, we were called the, in the New York exchanges B shares. All the A shares has been owned by the minority owners, which actually make it for 5% of them. So this has been positive news for taking over, like, you know, for Manchester United. I finally have the edge over there. Again, right now, uh, Glazer have not, you know, like preferred the, you know, have to select the preferred bidders. But this has been positive moving to actually Qatar, like 100% own the Manchester United. So I haven't been right now. I, I just, I just hate the ideas that Glazer still stay. And the whole reason they haven't made a decision is that uh, Aaron Glazer and the Joe Glazer want to stay as a minority owner, as the co-chairman, but the other four kids want out. So they actually, like, a, you know, Afani offer a, like, literally offer a way for, like, for the Glazers, like, the kids go out. You literally just, you didn't buy United with all the cash or any, like, stuff. You didn't spend anything. You just only with debt. And now they're going to offer you a load amount of money and each Glazer get a lot of money. You just need to take that money. Go. You're gonna become super rich. You are not gonna worry about any dollars. Like, why are you not doing the deal? And you are tired of United. You don't want to invest it. You only want to take dividends. Now there's a huge amount of money, cash flow, right in front of you. Why don't you take it? So it has been reached the climax because today is the transfer windows open, and we're gonna see how that goes. And I definitely want to see the, I mean, honestly, a lot of people don't like it to be owned by the super rich, but I'm excited to see owned by the super rich. Think about the United. They don't have a debt and they're they're just going to be doing a lot of things on transfer. No, that has been incredible. And one of the things is that this struggle for Eric Ten Hag this, this season is that he doesn't have the money to buy more players, especially back to the winter transfer window. We're only able to loan two players. And uh, which actually the loss of Ronaldo, like it did literally, like, what are you going to do? The thing about how much amazing job Eric Ten Hag had to do, like, you literally have no one with all the players out of the injury. You don't have anything in your hand, but he still managed to finish the finish the third in the Premier League and also winning a like, you know, winning a cup, cup like League Cup finals. So that has been amazing. So if you think about it right now, with no debt, you were able to have a lot of financial things you can spend it all. United gonna be a little unleashed beast though. So on, on the note about um the purchasers and stuff, um the the sheik, what's what's his name? Uh Afani. So like the last name of So you know, I, 
he wants to, like you said, he wants to buy the club and clear its debt. Whereas Sir Jim wants to buy the club and has and has pledged to not add to the debt. Uh, if I'm if I'm you know the fans, if I'm Man U fans, I'm cheering for Alfani. I'm like, yeah, let's clear the debt so so our club can be good to go right now. You know, and if I don't know how the Premier League works, maybe one of you, do, you know, in the NFL, the NBA, um, somebody wants to buy a team, they have the, the owners have to approve it by a three quarters vote. You know, um, if that's the Premier League works, and, and you know, and you have Sir Jim, and because again, Sir Jim's proposal sucks, the Glazers keep 49%. You know, I, I mean, you're not changing anything, you know, and 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 they stay on the board. It's like, fuck that. You know, but so if if I'm the premier, if if you're really looking out for 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 the league itself and for the team itself, I'm the Premier League, and if the Glazers say we're taking this one, even though it's a worse offer, if I'm the Premier League I, and I if we have a vote, I'm voting no. I'm voting no on that. You know, you you want someone who's going to come in and be able to say, okay, nope, this guy's coming, he's clearing debt. And you know, and and we're back to ground zero versus, hey, this guy's going to come in, he's just not going to add more debt. Well, you know, debt accumulates interest, so you may not be adding debt per se, but it's still adding it by by interest. You know, um, I yeah, I don't. I but don't if like, you're the Glazers, which deal is better? Well, for them, it's the deal to keep them on board. You know, yep. and so at the end of the day, if if and again, I don't know if the Premier League does it like the NFL or NBA, but if they do, and and he and the Glazers say we're taking Sir Jim's deal. And the Premier League votes it down. I wonder whether they even go through the sale at that point. It's you know? going to be a long battle. But the thing is, for Glazers, you know, my my point is, that I think they want to leave too. If they don't want to leave, why they actually, you know, explore the like, you know, sell for sale? Because they are tired of the United. There's literally, you can see my backgrounds Glazer out. There have been movements since the like two thousand, like you know, since the ever since they actually take over United because they angry the fans by taking the dividends out of the club and also they angry the fans, you know, to, you know, to, to be part of the, you, you guys remember the Super Champions League or something that I don't, I don't recall, but if you yeah. watch that lasso, that's what that's all, all yeah. about. So yeah. fans are angry with them. They're just like, what are you doing with the club? You don't put the right money to buy anything your club has no competitive like a spirit. You're literally spending all the money to the players that nobody wants. Like I, I, I'm sorry. Like you know, Jordan Sancho. Like literally, only United wants Sancho. Nobody else want to compete with Sancho. And then you know, if you think about it, the other like you know players making like Allen Holland. Like I was just a furious. Like why? Like you know, I have the report. I think the so shy comes out say that. He has recommended United to buying Ellen Holland. United turned it down. Like literally, it was like, "What are you doing? Literally, what are you doing? You just let that number nine go to your rival, your your noise neighbor, and you don't spend the right money on it." I like, I don't understand why. Especially Ronaldo when he decided to come back. I understand that at the time every United fans is super emotional. It's like, yes, legends back, and we have the great stuff. But think about it from the you know competitive standpoint. He was 30, 37 or 36. 36. Doesn't have any left in the tank. You literally think it from the Glazer's point that you literally just want to make quick money. 
again, football is, you know, football is actually 11 players. They're not like NFL. I'm not, nothing to, you know, offend into Tom Brady, but Tom Brady is the person that could be bring you the Super Bowl. But for Premier League, that long season, and you want to be successful, it there's to be determined by a lot of things. So you can see the Glazer has to do the same type of deal, approach Tom Brady and also Ronaldo. But the end result is completely different, though. Hey, Saiga, real, real quick, I want to interrupt you. Um, Stokesy, show us show us your beer mug. Check it out, Saiga. All right. This is a, this is a, the, the, the this is a Doctor Strange Cumberbatch, and it will be comeback though. <laughs> I just, I just <laughs> want you to see that because I know this dude could throw down. So yeah, yeah, Benedict Cumberspooch. There you go. <laughs> now, I, you know, it's like I, and I can, I can feel your frustration as a Man U fan. You know, um, I, I don't hate Man U. I, you know, I'm not, not a fan, but I don't hate them, and I can understand the frustration. You know, I remember I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. I know the frustration for fucking ownership just screwing you over year after year after year, you know, um, granted, you know, the fandom here in the States is not the same as international football fandom. That is some serious, I mean, that's an awesome fandom, um, people enjoying the sport. And I think sport needs to bring people together. And if it's, if it's a Middle East, uh, a businessman or banker, which Alethany is, who's, who's going to buy the team and, Bring them back. Fuck it. Do it. Yeah, the Glazers just need to fucking go. They just need to go. Mike, yes, I just yeah, I want to bring up one thing, and it's on the Glazers front. Um back in 2005, they took over Man U um with the skeevious means in mind. Yes. Right? I mean, basically, all they did in 2005 was buy 28% of Manchester United stock. Okay. So what the fuck was that worth? At the time, Manchester United as a whole, properties, public offered stocks, etc. included $1.5 billion. A lot of money. Yeah. Right? But they owned their own stadium and such, which goes a long way. Their mm -hmm. own practice facilities, which I don't think this is well articulated anywhere. Um are very separate from their actual playing grounds for every team. All right? right. So like, if you watch welcome to Wrexham, they own their practice facilities when they bought the team. All right. Ryan Reynolds, Rob McElhaney and all of Wrexham's folks, they owned all of that. They just didn't own where they played. That's okay? right. That's right. The racetrack. Yeah. Yeah. And that property is actually worth a lot more than a sports franchise but that's a different fucking story for a very fucking different reason mostly because sports is bullshit but enjoy it have fun with it so <clears throat> the glazers they took over half of the basically the controlling stocks of let's just say a $1 billion industry and we're being very generous on this okay so for what $500 million. They took over controlling interest at a time in which soccer was being introduced to the United States, right? Eurotrip. People of my age demographic, that's what we grew up on. Mm -hmm. We were going off to college. It was like, oh, yeah, Eurotrip. So if we go over there, we'll be accepted by 
this bar of people and they're going to be Man U fans. And all of us were like, yeah, okay, so we're going to be Man U fans. I'm I'm weird, so that's why that's I went fucking with hilarious. Liverpool. That's great. But, but at the end of the day, okay, so $500 million investment. And now we're talking about for both of the offers, they are putting forth 5 billion euros. Okay. And all of this conversion is on the same wavelength. Okay. So dollars, euros, interchangeable in this scenario. Okay. Pounds, sorry. Pounds. Pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's in England. So all yeah. interchangeable. Yeah. All the same shit. All the same shit. So you're saying a $500 million investment is not worth it for a $4.5 billion with a fucking B return, what, 18 years later? Uh, oh my God, your franchise can buy a lottery ticket. We should keep it. Get the fuck out of here. I'm a Liverpool fan, and this pains me to no end. The league is better when Manchester United is competing for the fucking title. Yes. Mostly because we are too, because they're our barometer, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're over here saying, oh, the Glazers, oh, we should feel bad for them. Fuck them. They paid pennies in debt, as we've mentioned earlier, to take control of arguably the most recognizable franchise on the planet across all sports types. Don't feel bad. No, I am with you on that. They're going to be just fine. And we'll all still be working at the bank, at the uni, at the high school. And okay. man, you will hopefully still be losing. But that's all I got. <laughs> man, you be losing. <laughs> So I got, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you the last word on this. Go ahead. Well, I I wanted to like talk about the transfer now, which actually like if you um you know you follow news like a couple you know actually a couple of days ago when the, the stock suddenly going jump like eighteen percent or ten percent I don't remember but it's between that and yep. because a rumor has been like leak or has been leaked on Twitter. It uh, belongs to one of the uh, the press owned by the Afani company. It says, like, congratulations, like, Afani to buying all this Manchester United. And when that rumors leak it out, and the United has been, like, you know, the share has been go up a lot. So, basically, that was just a scam. I did not seen confirmed yet. And there's now, like, words comes out and it's saying, like, uh, uh, Afani has been successful a bit. But right now, that he is a favorite. It has been like a, you know, a J, Jim, like Sir Jim Radcliffe has been favorite for a couple months, but in you know, the past two weeks, you know, the, the tie has turned. So when we bring back to the transfer, you guys all want to hear about the Mbappe. I think Mbappe has publicly saying that he is happy at the PSG. I don't know how true is that, but clearly there's drama going on over there. But I think, you know, close report recently says. He is interest in United if actually like Afani take over Manchester United. And if you think about it, I'm particularly excited to say how that go because here's what I'm thinking. 
we all going to miss the times Ronaldo play Messi, you know, together. And then that has been the, the end of an era. And now, if you think about it, Mbappe played for Manchester United against Erling Holland at Man City. Yeah. That's going to be a new era. So everybody going to be entertained that idea. I think if Mbappe want to accomplish more, he definitely want to entertain that idea to prove he's the best of best. Because, you know, for the past year, I guarantee Holland will probably win the best player in the world for this upcoming, like, you know, year. And then he's still the best. But Mbappe, if he has a desire, he want to prove, prove himself just like Ronaldo. Going to another league to play directly face your archie rival. So, you know, I, I, and, think, I think Mbappe is the most talented player right now at, you know, particularly at his age. Was he 22, 23? He's fucking young. 21. 21. Yeah. And so he's probably the most talented player. And um, seeing him and Holland go at it, that would be fucking sick. You're going to say, Stokesy, sorry. Yeah. 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 Uh, for the man you transfer, Killian said, quote, it's an interesting proposition. That would be... I, I really think he could end up there by the now, end of this month. Now, keep in mind, he's got one year left on his contract. Okay. Yeah, and he also said he was going to play through the PSG contract. Yeah. But... But... that, well, that and, and, that, and that's a big but, and I cannot lie. You know, um, he's a... It, but we, you, what I'm saying though is, well, when you're left in his contract, if he gets transferred, okay, and, and they don't extend the let's let's say he gets transferred without an extension right off the bat, he's like, no, I want to play, I want to play the the year and see how it goes at Man U. And after a year, Real Madrid, they they've been they've been the suitors for him. I, I, everyone was shocked they didn't sign him a couple of years ago. PSG came out and ended up with him again. Um, so man, man, you, if they get him, is going to need to make some fucking serious noise with him, or else he's going to say, I'm going to go to La Liga. Why, why am I going to waste my time over here? That means the Glazers got to fucking go because with them at the helm. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be all the same shit that we saw this past year it was up and down, up and down. And they, they couldn't score, you know, and, and I think, he'd, I think he'd get frustrated. I mean, you know, you want to go to this team that has, I mean, the history is there, the potential is there, but with the Glazers always just hovering around you, uh, it's, it's that's a bad that's a bad take. So I got here going to say, no, well, I'm just saying, I I think it, it has been also reported. I don't know if it's true or not, but it also reported like PSG does not want to deal with Real Madrid. Uh, yeah, no, they like, don't. They don't. Yeah, because it has been like you know rumors. It's like. You're cheating your like a wife with someone like you know for like the past two years like you definitely I mean even though we're divorced I'm not gonna I'm gonna make sure that you're you end up with that guy is definitely have a terrible life so it's just a, you know it's just more like that and then uh, it's 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 incredible like PSG has been firm positions that I don't want to we don't want to deal with the Real Madrid even though I think the asking price for Mbappe right now is one point six billion. Fuck. I mean, no, I don't. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, no. No, 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 no. no. Sorry, my number is wrong. But one hundred and sixty million. No, yeah, that sounds more like one hundred sixty million. Sorry, one hundred sixty million though. So that's a ridiculous price for one player. But he definitely worth that much though. You know, I and I, yeah, I don't. That's why I don't think he'll end up with Real this year. 
You know, if 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 he's going to go anywhere, it'll probably be Man U. But again, if if they don't get him and extend him immediately, if he says, "No, I'm going to hold off an extension. I'll be here for a year and play with you guys for a year, and then we'll see what's up." Um, if they, he he's leaving himself open to leaving to Real Madrid in a year, yeah, PSG is not is not going to deal with Real Madrid. Now, Real Madrid, if they came up with a quarter billion dollars for him, I think PSG might change their mind. But Real Madrid might be thinking, why are we going to do that? We can get him in a year for free. I I want to ask you that this. So if you're Mbappe, would you want to be going to Man City to play against your arch rival and make sure you leave your name in football history? Or you just want to go to Real Madrid to win the Champions League and easily? And then... It's, okay. it's you know, ask me this three months ago, and I would have had a different answer. Right now, you, you, he wants to go to Man U. Reason being, well, if I was him, reason being, see the way Vinicius has been treated at Spain these past few oh, months? Yes. Fuck, oh, these past two years. You know, if Mbappe thinks it's going to be different for him, no, it's going to be worse. You know, if so better said yes, it'll be different. It'll be worse for him. You know, and, and, I mean, do you want to do you want to do that? La Liga is, is burying themselves right now by not really getting out in front of the racism shit that's going on over there. Um, and so yeah, you, they may they may lose out on Mbappe because of that. You know, um, yeah. now if, if Mbappe says, you know, I'm just going to put earplugs on essentially, you know, and and, and go play with Real. Good for him. You know, he's going to go and win win some 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 Champions League. Great for him. But. Really, I mean, if he's if he's think is I don't think he's married yet or anything. If he gets married or whatever, does he want his family to go through that in Spain, or does he want to move to to Manchester and just not that he'll live a great life or whatever, you know? Because there's there's no racism there. It's just not as pronounced there as in Spain. And at the very least, Premier League is going to take care of their stars. Where La Liga is like, oh well, you know, it's just the way things are. Fuck that. Eh, I don't know about that one. The Premier League, like, they look at racism and say, do you have more money than it's worth? Just being honest on this. Like, uh, that is a difficult question. Um, I think that Killian stays at PSG, though. Mostly because he said, I want to stay at PSG. So when someone when someone tells you who they are, believe them, right? I believe them until they tell you otherwise, and then it, it's karma's problem. That's the way I look at it. But yeah. Jesus, like, what a situation for him to be in, because every media outlet on the planet is saying he's going to transfer, and he's going to Real Madrid. There's also been a report he's going to Manchester United, as mentioned before. And it's like, Jesus Christ, name any premier club on the planet. He's going to go to Inter Miami. Uh, fuck. Yeah, when, he, when he's 36. Leave the dude alone. All right. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that, Stokesy. Um, you know, we, we don't know where he's going. Only he knows. and he He's going to be in PSG until next year when he's a free agent. And he can go wherever he wants. And, yeah. and you, your Liverpool team is still buying him in the FIFA, right? It's like a 70, like, you know. I don't oh, know no, I sold him. Like. I, I, I don't sold know. him, baby. 
I don't know what level you play. You are you're just using your team like thirty to zero in first twenty minutes. Are hell you... yeah, dude! What you had him. Hell you yeah, you, you had him in FIFA. Yeah, I did at <laughs> Liverpool for a year and a half, and I thought, no, 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 we got to get rid of him. I made so much money off that deal. Let's I, go. I hope you won the Champions League when you had him. Uh yeah. Dude, I play on fucking rookie, okay? And to all you folks who are like, oh, yeah, you play on rookie. Well, I play on intermediate, so what's up? Cool. Cool yeah. story, bro. You do you, all right? I have a lot of stressors in what we call real life. Yeah. And so when I come home, I want to beat the absolute dog shit out of people. I want Kylian Mbappe on my team so I can fucking win by five fucking goals. So, Stokesy, let me tell you what I used to do, bro. So I have the, you know, the old NCAA football games that they discontinued in 14 or 15 or whatever. Uh, it's coming back this year. Yeah, yeah it's coming back. But I, you know, I've, I've got the Lawsuit old ones. pending. And I used to put it on the easiest level, you know. Yeah. And I would be New Mexico State, and I'd be winning national championships. <laughs> Alabama ain't got shit on me. Let's go. Yes, I would beat Alabama. Yeah. I was just beating everybody, bro. I was just handling them. Oh, and, yeah. and again, could I do that at Heisman level? Fuck no. But I don't care. It like you no. said, it's a stress reliever. You sit there and yeah. you shit out of somebody. I'm like, let's go Aggies. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm sorry. I get my dick kicked in on a daily fucking basis with these people. I want to come home and before, well, well, no, no, not before. After I pet my dog, I I want to win one by a lot. Yep. So what that it's 37 to 2? Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? That don't matter. So, yeah, I, I'm with you, bro. I am with yeah. you. Rookie or whatever level they call it. Freshman maybe on NCAA. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. Whatever it is, whatever it is. But to the Killian Mbappe point, I hope he stays with PSG like he says he will. Because if he does, the rest of his time in professional football, he writes himself. Yeah. If he gets traded by somebody or um, he gets signed by somebody and agrees to terms, legacy's done. You belong to somebody else. Stay with PSG, like you said, even though it's going to suck. You're going to win um, the France League, uh, Ligue 1. And you're going to get knocked out in round of 16. But after that, wherever you want, doors open. And you write your own check at that point, bro. Goddamn right. You're right, Jones. And you know, it, to, to your point, Stokesy, it'd be nice to to see a player actually, like you said, play out their contract. You signed a contract, fucking play it out, bro. I mean, it's especially the, when you say you're going to. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and and if you leave afterwards, the fans won't be thrilled, but they're not going to be as pissed as they would be oh. if you left in the middle of it. You know what I mean? It's like no, well, I, PSG fans are fucked. Well, yeah, they're oh, you're wow. gonna boo Messi. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. It was just like that's our next segment. That's definitely my next segment point. 
go ahead and go to your point. Roll with it, baby. Well, it was the dumbass of the week, right? Oh, okay. Are you? Are we ready? Yeah, are we're ready. ready for it. Then let's do it. So now it's time. And by the way, guys, great, great conversation there. That all kind of meshed in transfer and Manchester United and stuff. So good stuff there. But we're going to do now our dumbass of the week. So as always, each panelist is going to tell us who their dumbass of the week is, sports related or not, but no politics. Okay. And then you're going to tell us why they're your dumbass of the week. The rest of us get to jump in, agree, disagree, make fun of the dumbass, etc. So, Psy Guy, you are first. Who is your dumbass of the week? Well, I think is the dumbass of the week has to be the entire club, which is actually PSG. Let's just say that. And then their top three players are going already on the on their door to leave. So Neymar, they don't want Neymar to be stay there. Mbappe, we just talk about it, and he was thinking about it going, and there is a conflict between that. I think Mbappe was pretty upset as how PSG handled Messi's Messi situation. So Messi, again, my thing about the PSG fan, they are really notorious, like assholes sometimes. Like, and also, for this situation, I don't think PS has done enough. So if your fans are actually booing your star, especially like the world champion Messi, if you're a club, you should do something about it. This is how what you do, and you should like doing a PR relationship management and make sure he's happy here, though. If you still think about it, there's your top star, you should do something about it. And also, they don't like you know Neymar, they have a boo Neymar as well. And the, the come on, PSG fan, I know you lost that workout final, but entirely you should be happy for the team, your team player. It's kind of your glory, like. You know, the other players, if you win the World Champ, I think World Cup, and it's, I think it's for Manchester United, the son of the Martinez are actually being traded really great, and everybody cheering for him because he won the World Cup. And even Varane, I get Varane did not win the World Cup, and the, like fans still love him. And now come back to PSG, like your fans booing your star, and the are you know probably the goat of entire football history. Why are you not coming out to do something? What kind of a you know treatment do you do with your stars? And then now leading to the literally the collapse of the, the PSG. They haven't been like going buying stars and the star and the stars. They just cannot make into the round, make out this round 16. That is just pathetic. And now everybody start leaving, and then you know it, it, it makes sense. Like you just basically you're you're filled as a club in that point. All right, so dumbass of the week is PSG as a whole. All right, Stokesy, who you got? Dumbass of the week. Dumbass of the week, a one senora, Marta Elizabeth Serrano Everado. Why? Yeah. Why? Well, she tried to use a fake passport and a birth certificate from Honduras to register and enroll her daughter at Hanville High School for the last academic year. Why, I am not sure, other than her daughter wanted to learn English. There's a lot easier ways to learn English. I'll teach her for a lot more than your bill is worth. So here we go. So, okay. So she registered her daughter. So we're using a fake, fake documents. And so was her daughter too old? Fake passport. 
That's international crime, buddy. Yeah, fucking stupid. Yeah, fucking dumb as hell. So, That's... anyways, dumbass of the week. That forging is... fake what identities. Fucking pendeja, bro. Fucking pendeja. I'm gonna go on a little, little different here, and I've heard. I think I've already said these guys are dumbass of the week at some point, but I'm gonna go back at it again. Mets pitcher Drew Smith suspended ten games for Major League Baseball on Wednesday for using banned sticky stuff. All right, so it's not him who's my dumbass. It's the fucking umps. So Smith said my, they said both of my hands were too sticky. So I haven't done anything different all year. Sweat and rosin. I don't know what else to say. Nothing's changed. I think the process is so arbitrary. It can change from one crew to the other, and I think that's the main issue. Um, so he got suspended. You know, ten games. Bill Miller, the the crew chief, came out and he said he was ejected because he had sticky hands. I don't know what's on his hand. All I know is sticky, sticky to the touch. It stuck to my hands when I touched it. Not only his pitching hand, but his glove hand as well. And he said it was the stickiest he has felt all season. The other three umpires agreed. They can't manipulate the rosin. They can't use four substances. I don't know what was on his blah, blah, blah. You know, this is such, this is the most arbitrary fucking rule of all time. I mean, you know, at least with the pitch clock, there's, a, there's an actual clock. You can see when it ticks down to zero, you know. Um, this, and I, and I, Tend to think he's right. It's going to depend on the fucking umpiring crew going out there. Oh, your hands are too sticky. The fuck, man? Like what? You know, so I think what a pitcher needs to do. What are these times? Right before they enter the game, just wank one off and just leave it on their fucking hands and let the umps touch it. (laughs) I'd be like, is this too sticky? (laughs) I mean, I think the ball is going to do some weird things with all them sperm going in different directions <laughs> for whatever it's worth. <laughs> Holy shit. That was fucking wrong. <laughs> Alonzo has here, been so. thinking about this one. No, Bill's not here. Bill, Billy is not here, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, although Billy's not doing it with his hands, so. <laughs> He's good to go. Oh, God. He's not, but others maybe. <laughs> we we would all make good major league pitchers, apparently. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my Lord. So that would be the funniest thing in the hump later. I don't know what it was. It was really sticky. It smelled, smelled salty. Ugh. It smelled and like then my a... wife got pregnant. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> Spilled like asparagus. <laughs> oh. And then all of a sudden, I had three major league baseball players. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm wearing a Craig the shirt at Bosch store today, so it's definitely. Fair. Oh, poor like, right <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sponsor <laughs> us, Portnoy. Come on. <laughs> Oh my God! That's... I live in your neck of the woods. Let's talk. Yep. Come on, Portnoy. Let's do it. Oh my God. We. <laughs> so that's where the show descends into madness. Is dumbass of the week. That's good. <laughs> this is where this is where we go, bro. Oh God. <laughs> oh my God. You know, if Trevor Bauer had been doing that instead of attempting to rape women, he'd still be in the in the majors. <laughs> Ooh, no, 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 no. oh. 
Fuck you, Trevor Bauer. Fuck you. Did you uh, see he got another another allegation against him? Uh thoughts and prayers. Thank God those work, huh? Yeah, fuck him, dude. Four, fourth now. It's a fourth allegation against him. Good lord. That that dude. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they don't <laughs> check for sticky stuff in Japan. <laughs> Jesus. Well, Jesus the, Christ. This is probably the first topic we're gonna ask El Cabra when he coming back, though. Oh God, Psy guy needs an adult. Oh my God. Uh, I mean, you guys have anything more to say? Because if not, we can close it out. Nah. (laughs) Oh my God. All right, everyone. all we got thanks for joining us subscribe like comment all that good stuff uh be sure to check out our colleagues of plastered and sports on broad street the same youtube channel resident musician el cabra of oh, not magician musician el cabra yeah. magician the humble basis it's right pulling fucking you know goats out of a hat <laughs> <laughs> the humble basis of the channel in the link in the description check us out on spotify apple podcast itunes etc those links are also in the description um you know stokesy and saga thanks for joining me today you guys want to do the goat noise for for an honor of cabra go ahead nah. Nah. <laughs> there you go cabra that's for you bro for big little cabra sports talk i have been the big zoe and remember don't be assholes Don't be Trevor Bowers. How's that for you? Be good people. That's right. We'll see you all next week. Have yourselves a great day. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye.